I'm Lucen Mendel. I started using they pronouns six years ago. Which is interesting because eight years ago, I didn't know that using they was a thing we could do. And I live in San Francisco. I was at all the gender spectrum support groups. But today, I can't go to a party or a Zoom meeting without seeing another gentle them. I'm watching the Winter Olympics, and one of the American figure skaters, Timothy LeDuc, openly uses they pronouns. We know it's been quite a journey to not only be here, but, but to be here authentically. Timothy told us they're excited to be the first non-binary Winter Olympian, but more importantly, they hope their presence can show that queer people don't have to alter themselves to have success in Olympic sports. In 2019, they was Merriam-Webster's Word of the Year. In 2019 is also the year that the Trevor Project found that 20% of queer youth use they pronouns. A year later, the Pew Research Center reported that one in four American adults knows someone who goes by they. That's a lot of people, but that's not even the most interesting part. What's interesting, what's remarkable, is that 10 years ago, those surveys didn't mention singular they at all. So what happened? I'm Lal Zimmon. My pronouns are he or they, and I'm an associate professor of linguistics at UC Santa Barbara. The change that we're seeing already with singular they is incredibly rapid. That's remarkable in itself. I asked Dr. Zimmon why this change is happening so fast. One factor would be the social change that's happening fast. The emergence of non-binary as a category is itself pretty recent. You see, back in the 90s, the term non-binary was used by researchers, but the rest of us in the media still talked about two genders, man, woman, trans man, trans woman. If you were different, well, Maybe you were in between and not finished yet. Then we started using non-binary, and it clicked. Non-binary is everywhere, on social media platforms, in the dictionary, even the legal system. X marks the spot. That's the case for non-binary residents of Oregon, meaning they no longer need to specify whether they're male or female at the DMV. They can just mark X. That was from 2017. Oregon was the first state to allow a non-binary marker on IDs. Today, 40 states allow it, as well as the federal government. Any citizen can select a non-binary X on their U.S. passport, regardless of what's on their state ID. Did you catch my use of singular they just now? Any citizen can do a thing on their passport, regardless of what's on their state ID. That gets us to the second factor in why the growth in singular they is so rapid. There's also a grammatical piece to it, which is that there's a a lot of strong linguistic evidence that singular they was already undergoing significant changes that made it more available for non-binary people to use. Often when people are talking about a generic person, uh, they'll use they, them pronouns, no matter the gender of the person that they're imagining. Here are two prestigious examples. If anyone tells you that America's best days are behind her, they're looking the wrong way. Former President George Bush could have said he or she is looking the wrong way. 
but that's so clunky. Plus, gender is a spectrum. Duh. Here's a more recent example. Everyone is entitled to be treated with respect, to have their voice heard, and to have their government listen. Today, a lot of people are saying they. And it's not a new thing. At least not according to the Oxford English Dictionary. That's the OED if you're a PhD. The OED has examples going back to Chaucer. Basically, as long as English has been written, um, singular day has been part of the language. Chaucer wrote the Canterbury Tales in the 1380s. That's the first major written work of English. In it, Chaucer used singular they like a former president would, to refer to a generic, hypothetical person. What's new with singular they right now is that... Sometimes people will even use it in sentences that have gender in them. I've been collecting examples of this for quite a while, and there are some good ones like... I wouldn't have a boyfriend unless unless they were really good to me. I wouldn't have a boyfriend unless they were really good to me. Or this mother has not accepted that their child is queer. We're marking gender very clearly, and yet there's something grammatical about that that makes it sound better to say they. And part of this progression and change has been that it's not just a generic person, but can even be a specific person, like this mother has not accepted that their child is queer. And that's relatively new. Singular they has been around for hundreds of years in English, but that way of using singular they seems to be a new phenomenon. And so that grammatical shift made room for they, them to become the primary pronoun that non-binary people use. So that's why the changes in singular they are so rapid and so remarkable right now. Non-binary gender is on the rise at the same time that English is becoming more gender neutral. The linguistic and social changes are feeding back into each other like a perfect storm. Which brings me to a third option I haven't mentioned yet, the generic he. If you took an English class in the 60s, you might have learned to construct sentences like, everyone did as he pleased. How did we get there from, say, 1823, when Lord Byron wrote, everyone must judge according to their own feelings? There was actually a really important thing that did happen in the 1800s, though, which was that British Parliament enacted a rule that said that when you're referring to a generic person, you should use he and not they or he or she. And the reason they gave for that is that men are better than women. It was a very explicit, intentional move to say, do not include women, do not use gender neutral terms. If you're talking about a citizen, that's a he. The idea that pronouns are political, like the, the erasure of they was totally political, openly political, openly misogynistic. I'm Lucene Mendel. If you want to take the old politics out of English, call me they. You just said, I don't know what pronouns are, and I won't learn cause learning's hard. Instead I'll regurgitate a half-baked stolen opinion. Special thanks to Dr. Lyle Zimming, Eric Jansen, Anna Walters, and Berkeley AMI. This piece was reported and produced by me, Lucene Mendel.